0: On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, you're going to have to forgive me because I just have a moan about a broken car, a broken phone, a broken water cooler, and a broken NHS vaccination website. what is going on welcome to this episode number 76 of life and lessons i'm sean spooner and if you're new here here's what you need to know this podcast is the place where i tell the story of growing a business of growing as a person and of taking on some fairly unusual challenges sometimes on my own sometimes joined by the most interesting people i know the only thing that's guaranteed with this podcast is that every time you press play you're going to learn something new Now let me start here. If this week sounds different audio quality-wise, it is because there's a very important particular kind of USB cable that I need for this entire podcast setup, Uh, and I've just realized that it is in my bag, which is not in the office. So I'm using a very ropey, a very uncertain um, setup right now, using the same microphone, but it's recording into a, uh, a remote recording device that we use for our video production. And so Uh, It will be a miracle if this podcast even makes it out because I'm not sure if it's recording right now. It looks like it is, but I've never done it this way before. I'm not even sure if this little recording device can power this enormous microphone. Uh, So yeah, this might be fun in in post-production. But listen, if you can hear this, then that is good news because it means that the episode made it out. But before we go into anything with this week's episode, I wanted to speak about the conversation I had last week with Ollie Horton, because I know I said it in the introduction to that episode, uh, and I also said it in the, like, the show notes, but I've known Ollie from afar, from about a year, sorry, for about a year. We followed each other on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, and I watch his stories, I see what he's getting up to, I listen to a few episodes of his podcast, but we've never actually had a conversation and the first time we ever spoke was in that episode that you heard either on my podcast or on ollie's podcast last week and it's always a weird one podcast conversations because they are with people that you feel like you know you know don mcgregor um chris williamson ollie people who i've followed who i feel like i know the lives of reasonably well but crucially people that you don't actually know right i don't know ollie i don't know chris i don't know dom i feel like i know them because i've watched their lives but actually i know nothing about them and so lots of the time that means that particularly the first kind of third of those guest episodes is in the first like 15 to 20 minutes of any of those conversations is typically a little bit awkward typically a little bit uncomfortable but i don't know what it was about that conversation with ollie but from the second we got started um and this sounds like a weird thing to say but i literally felt like i was talking to myself um by that i don't mean that ollie wasn't responding i mean that we just agree on so much we shared so many similar opinions but brought to those opinions our own perspectives and our own life experience and so on and so it just made for a really really interesting conversation and i actually messaged ollie uh, earlier today when i was on a walk And I said that I've listened to that episode, both on my channel and on his channel, because it's uploaded on both, three times, all the way through. So I've spent getting on for four hours of my life, excluding the time that it took to actually have that conversation, and excluding the other hour that it took to edit through it, just listening to it, just listening back to what I had to say, what he had to say, and I guess uh, considering how a conversation like that has shaped and changed my opinion to certain things because that's definitely one of the most uh, selfishly beneficial things about this podcast and truthfully it's the reason why i think everybody should have uh, either a actual podcast or as peter watson spoke about about a year ago on his podcast people should have a private podcast a place where uh, whether it's like a phone call that you have with a random person every week or an instagram live or literally just sharing notes like voice notes into your phone having a open-ended, undistracted, loose conversation with somebody who either you find interesting or you share things in common with uh, is literally like a golden key to unlocking areas of your mind and areas of your opinions and views and being challenged and all of these things that I think typically day-to-day without a medium such as this, we don't have an excuse to have, right? It it seems weird, but think about this, right? When was the last time You sat down with somebody with no distractions. And when I say no distractions, I mean not sitting in a pub with the football on, like reading on your phone, not sitting with your family, but the TV's on. Literally a conversation where it is just an empty room, or in this case, more recently, an empty uh, Zoom call. And just two people talking. I think if you actually think about that, the answer is an awful long time ago completely undistracted completely immersive conversations are becoming increasingly rare and i think without this podcast i wouldn't have them and so whilst i stumbled into this benefit by accident because it's not the reason i do the guest episodes of the podcast it's one that makes it more and more likely that the podcast will stick around for a very long time because you know, the, the listener numbers have grown quite significantly since January, but if they hadn't grown or even if they had shrank, I get so much out of this that I don't think I would ever have a, a compelling reason to stop doing what I'm doing here. So there we go. That was a bit of a tangent. Uh, what else is new? We spoke in that podcast, actually me and Ollie about my habits tracking spreadsheet. And this is something that I've spoken about a few times on this podcast as I kind of, uh, phase in and phase out that habits tracking spreadsheet. It is a Google sheet with, I think, 16 habits now. One six, that is. Uh, And when I feel like I've hit a bit of a slump or I want to really focus in on making sure that the important things in life that move things forward are dialed in from a productivity, from a health, from a fitness, from a focus, from a learning, from a sleep point of view, I essentially pull out this spreadsheet, I delete all of the tracking fields, And then day after day, every day, I record uh, like streaks of these habits. So I switched it back on uh, 11 days ago now. And already literally 11 days into this, which seems like such a short amount of time, um, I'm feeling the benefits. So some of the things in there right now is uh, eating no fast food because fucking hell like the last few months i basically lived on mcdonald's and from like a bird's eye point of view yes that's not ideal but from like a day-to-day really tangible point of view you just feel awful when you're putting shit into your body that doesn't properly fuel you you have energy dips you feel groggy you feel awful afterwards you're tired you wake up feeling a bit rough so that for literally 11 days already paying dividends Uh, things like tracking my sleep again just being on top of that no social apps on my main phone supplementing 40 grams of protein every day because fucking nobody eats enough protein i don't care what you say like the more you look into the benefits of having a protein first diet and making sure that come what may whether you're trying to gain weight gain muscle lose weight maintain muscle whatever it is just eating enough protein is so important and so that's something that i've made sure i'm hitting every day Uh, meditation back on that still a fucking challenge i think i'm 15 days into that actually i started it a little bit earlier Uh, and there was a time a few years ago where i had like a 150 ish day streak on headspace and meditating then was easy like you could tangibly feel the benefits and it was super easy to do whereas now trying to get back into it jesus christ it is an actual challenge like just i sit there try and focus on the breath and before i know it it's four seconds later and my mind is somewhere completely unrelated and then that just rinses and repeats for the 10-15 minutes so uh, that was a challenge um reading reading at least 10 pages of the book every day i'm currently reading stillness is the key i think it's called by ryan holiday interesting book um i picked it up by accident in as much as i didn't pick it up with any real intention and yet it ties in quite nicely to uh, lots of the thoughts i'm having at the moment lots of the direction i'm trying to head in uh, and so that's a really good one and then just really basic things like making my bed like having no caffeine after 3 p.m like going on a walk but all of these things i just it's, it's mad it's mad how night and day it is between a day when i don't do those things and a day when i do there's the it sounds silly because they're such basic things but there is the sense of accomplishment of day after day after day doing all of those habits so that's nice and that builds momentum and you already know what i think about the importance of momentum when it comes to anything in life but then there's also just the um like the immediate tangible measurable changes in focus in productivity and alertness and uh like quality of sleep all of these things and so yeah the habit spreadsheet is back on 11 days deep and i'm going to make sure that i get all of those habits through to at least uh, 100 days And then in the back end of that spreadsheet, I'm also tracking things I want to complete every week. So that's things that kind of bleed outwards from those daily habits. So making sure I go to the gym at least three times a week, reading at least one book a week. Uh, And then more practical things like podcast guests, uploading this podcast, make sure I have a full day off, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I am back to living my life for a spreadsheet, but it is worth it. Uh, What else is new? This week, actually, this is an interesting one. This week has been a fucking nightmare. And you can probably tell from my voice that I'm tired. And it's not because I didn't get good sleep last night. It's just because I'm generally tired. It's been one of those weeks that has been really, really busy, but not that productive because of meetings and moving about and traveling and this and that and dealing with things. And then also just an annoying string of things broke all at the same time. So, um, as you know, it was very hot last week. Uh, so I got in my car. I normally don't have the aircon on. I normally actually have the heating on in my car because I don't like it to be cold. But Jesus, it was hot last week. And you, you already know I wear all black constantly, which doesn't help. So I got in my car, turned on the aircon, and it didn't work. And I only bought my car like nine months ago. So I'm thinking, like, what the fuck's going on? So that broke. Uh, my phone, out of the blue the other day, the, uh, the mobile data on my phone just stopped working. iOS was saying make sure the mobile data is turned on to connect to the internet. It was turned on. Just wasn't working. Um, so that was a nightmare. Uh, the water cooler in the office, again, very hot weather. Of course, now this water cooler that we've had for years chooses this week right now to stop working. And then even the the NHS vaccination website, for some reason, though I'm in the uh, the eligible age group now, though I have my NHS number, though when I spoke to my GP, they say that yes, you're absolutely eligible. Days after it launched for 25 to 30 year olds, the NHS vaccination website refused to let me book a vaccine, and so it's just been a week of headaches and fixing nonsense. But I uh, I got the the vaccine booked eventually. My GP basically said tick the box to say that you are a social care worker and that they're not going to check because I'm eligible anyway because their system shows me as eligible. The the broader, the wider system should also show me as eligible and so hopefully um, the, the vaccines I booked, really random ones like the end of June at some drive-through centre in Kettering and then the middle of September, I think my second jab is at a random pharmacy in Wellenborough, but that's literally all I could get because my aim was to jump on at seven AM the day it opened up, get it booked, get it local, get it done. Uh, but of course, days later was when I actually got round to booking it. And so the the availability was very scarce. And also the places that were available were just really random. Like for example, the um the drive through centre that was available for my first jab had no availability for my second. And so yeah, that was a bit of a headache. But that is all sorted um, the car is anything but sorted uh, because it was hot last week because people suddenly discovered that their aircon isn't working trying to get an aircon service or repair anywhere locally be it the ford garages the dealerships or the garages more generally is just a nightmare managed to get it into Quickfit in cardiff today uh, so i got up early got to the office picked up my car drove it all the way to Quickfit in cardiff leave it there, jump on the train. I get back to the office and they phone. And I thought that the worst case scenario of my aircon being broken uh, was, it's going to cost, I think he said, between four and 600 pounds plus regassing. So up to a thousand pounds, it was going to cost, right? I thought that was the, the worst case, the most annoying case. It turns out something worse could happen, which is that they stripped it all apart. They had a look and they can't find a problem. There is like gas in the aircon system it was only regassed recently which in itself cost like 300 quid don't know how the fuck it costs that much but there we go um they couldn't detect a leak anywhere with their system all of the parts and the motor and the fan and whatever other stuff goes into an aircon system that frankly i don't understand was all apparently intact and working as expected and so quickfit basically said look come and pick up your car we're not going to charge you for anything we won't even charge you for the diagnostics work but we can't find anything wrong with it so we can't repair what we don't know um is broken and so uh I've spoke to a few more places today and the earliest i can even have somebody look at it is the end of this month so another like two or three weeks away uh, we've got a big old heat wave coming in according to the bbc news website um, and even then when i do get it looked at uh, they've estimated because. It could be to do with the radiator, which has like a slight bend in it um, to get to that and to replace it with the aircon system and so on. Um, They've estimated up to £1,000 in three weeks' time after a heatwave. So I'll be honest with you. um, I'm very, very tempted to swap out my car. Um, We've only car right now because of the uh, lack of new cars in the market right now are paying way over the odds for second-hand used cars and so the quote that i got from we buy any car a few months back um, is two thousand pounds lower than the most recent quote they've given me so the value of that car is going up but it's in a bubble it's going to burst eventually uh in line with that the aircon's broken and nobody can fix it for at least three weeks it's going to cost maybe a thousand pounds to fix it and then immediately after that in a couple of months time i have my uh 50, 000 mile service and my mot due and so with all of that in mind although i've only had it for about nine months and although frankly i really really like the car like i really like the car it's just an annoying set of circumstances which means that i am very likely to swap it out um it'll cost a little bit of money but because of the uh, the increased value of my car going into we buy any car and those higher prices not being reflected on the consumer side so consumers aren't paying as much for new cars like the the price of used cars for consumers isn't going up as quickly as quotes on places like we buy any car because they're so desperate for the stock basically long story short I might swap my car i'll you know what i do unsure but don't really want to be driving around in a very hot black car for three weeks in a heat wave with the windows down on the motorway so there we go um i'll keep you up to date on that uh, the phone is fixed that was a sim card issue so i went into apple and wasted like An hour and a half whilst they took my phone and ran diagnosis tests and checked all of the uh, like crash logs and data and so on and put it through an antenna tester and all of this stuff and then um helpfully actually they were able to tell me that there was nothing wrong with any of the receivers or transmitters or antennas or any of that stuff but the test did show up that there was 29 minutes of sim outage in the last 14 days and so that was a nice easy fix went into vodafone today grabbed a new sim card that one sorted and the war caller is being replaced so that's also good news so there we go that was a just an annoying headache inducing stressful week of broken shit but it is all on the mend and so all is good and i think other than that there's not actually that much else to report um i'm not sure who if anybody will be the guest next week i have guesseded if that's a word, on a, on a couple of other podcasts, which I may repurpose on here for guest weeks for the next few weeks. The reason being, it's not that I am not reaching out to people, it is that the people who I am reaching out to are very fucking big, um, far bigger than uh, people who are able to schedule immediately because it's not like i'm just texting my mate and saying you want to jump on like some of these people i'm speaking to have agents and assistants and all of this stuff and they also uh, understandably only book things weeks or even months in advance because they have this rolling podcast guest appearance schedule and so whilst there might not be somebody next week i don't know you never know somebody might jump on and take the slot um the people who i'm speaking to the people who are on my list the people who are in the pipeline and who i'm sure will have been guests on here before the end of the year are really really big so although it's a slow burner although it is a lot of work to get these people on um yeah i'm excited and i think it'll be good uh, but other than that nothing else to tell you i apologize if you have made it this far because this has been a bit of a moany episode you know, it's not like me to moan about stuff. And uh, truthfully, I don't actually care. Like, none of that stuff that I just moaned about is a big deal. Like, my car's a bit warm and my phone broke for 29 minutes, and the water cooler is like not always dispersing water. Like, it's not a big deal, but it's just been one of those weeks where I came into the week on Monday with my best intentions of having a really productive, a really focused week here in the office. And then just all of that nonsense going to Apple. Uh, going into BMW to look at cars, trying to get quotes on cars, taking my car to QuickFit, picking it up, speaking to the water cooler company, spending hours on the vaccine site, trying to get it to work. It's just stolen a lot of time from me. So I will very likely be working this weekend. I think I'm going to have Saturday off uh, just to get out of the office, just to um, relax, I guess. And then I'll probably be working on Sunday to play a bit of catch up. But before then, thank you as always for listening. I hope you have a good week. And I'll see you back here this time next week for episode number 77 of Life and Lessons. See you then. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much.